0: You drank, Ian. Adam. You drank, Ian. You like you like purple right? red. Ian.
1: Uh, eh. No! There's crying in baseball. How are we supposed to know that hipsters
0: are so flammable? Skater die, bitch.
1: The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. <laughs> <it's laughs> <simple. laughs> no. Deep breath. Hello and welcome back to Frames and Fools, no longer Frames and Fools and Fast and Furious. We are back to the FNF, the Frames and the Fools. I'm Henry. And I'm Dylan. And with me today is Dylan. And
0: yeah, and I'm Dylan. Yeah, great job. Yeah, Yeah, there you are. We're back. We're back to the classic. (laughs) We're back to the classic Frames and Fools.
1: Good to hear the old theme.
0: Yeah, it's great to hear the old theme. It sounds good. It's calm. It's not as like... We were really juiced for such a long time.
1: It was so juiced, yeah. And
0: now it's nice to like relax, come back down. Yeah,
1: and I feel like we both kind of came together on the idea. I I suggested uh, Mystic Pizza for this episode. That's what we're watching today. um, Because it's rather good, and it also just kind of felt like the polar opposite of the Fast and (laughs) Furious franchise, and uh, it's kicking off a a bit of an informal... um, just like palette cleansing sub series just doing uh, rom-coms chill movies um female focused stories basically everything we can that's uh less fast and furious um i am excited to report that they are showing them in theaters uh yeah. like one night only for each movie so i will get to uh see all of them so as uh, god intended um,
0: as God intended on this sweeter. earth. As
1: God intended. Oh, I'm so excited. Um That's incredible. But um, a far cry from that is 1988's Mystic Pizza. Yes. Um, but before we talk about that, we like to do a little thing called movie moments where we talk about a moment in our week that felt like a movie. Dylan, you got one?
0: I will kick it off. Yeah. Um, so I recently discovered one of the most incredible things that I'm going to keep doing. <laughs> A long time um yeah. uh, so 420 was the past you know i don't know when it was it was like a week ago um
1: what is uh what what is was that
0: i partook in the celebrations of smoking uh the gonge um Ooh. on 420 and i hadn't smoked the it. mellow mary yeah i hadn't smoked in a the while the grass yeah
1: <laughs> the pot
0: mary jane um mary jane i hadn't smoked in a very in probably a you know few months uh and we, I smoked with my roommate and we were watching baseball. And I was like, whoa, watching baseball when you're high is like really fun because you like kind of hyper focus on little details mm-hmm. and you really kind of get to like zone in on what's happening. So a couple nights ago, I had a, I had like a couple joints left from 420 and I uh, smoked. I got pretty pretty cheesed and (laughs) uh which is a new word that i'm going to use for being high um Mm -hmm. and i turned on a uh, a complete uh baseball game recording from like 1973 or 78 from the 70s oh cool yeah and it's complete with like the beginning like of the guy talking about the game and the actual commercials too and it's incredible it, it was, like, such an incredible experience because I was, like, in your high state of mind. It's almost like a time machine because I got so I gonna say, s- sucked yeah. into, like, 70s baseball is really just, like, dudes. It's just so, like, unsanitized. And it's just, like, these dudes playing a game and everybody in the stands are just, like, sitting on shitty wood seats with beer and everyone's smoking. It's just, like, this, like, unsanitized thing But then the commercials come in, and you're super high, and commercials from the 70s are really weird and wild. So you get, like, uh, multiple forms of entertainment in one thing. It's really fun. I highly recommend it. That's great. Yeah, Not really a movie moment, just a (laughs) weird-ass moment. No,
1: definitely. No, for sure. I mean, jumping off of, like, the commercial thing, I I don't remember what. Oh, okay. So a bit of a long-winded story. One of my dad's coworkers is... Like the great grandson of Orville Reidenbacher, like the, Redenba- the good popcorn. Is it pronounced Reidenbacher? No, it's Reidenbacher. Okay. <laughs> I always add an I. I don't know. Cool. Um, apparently, he looks a lot like him. Anyway, so back in the day, the uh, the brand got purchased by Conagra, like a massive, massive Big company, very early on. Yeah, but they kept old Orville on as a you know spokesperson, basically. And then when he got a little older, they brought on his son. Um, to do the same thing and they did like these commercials where they'd talk to each other like say dad like that new light popcorn from Orville Redenbacher so is pretty good. swell yeah. Uh, yeah and the the commercials are terrible and I was just talking to my folks about ads and how before a certain point they just largely sucked like no no artistry really went into it at all and in even movie trailers honestly until like Maybe 2002 movie trailers were just kind of horrible. Um, so maybe that's my movie moment, I guess. I'll just go with that. It's just terrible ads. Orville Redenbacher. It's
0: funny <laughs> yeah. that you say this because uh, those old ads I watched this documentary very recently, uh, by Adam Curtis, who's a uh, British documentarian for the BBC. And the doc, I can't remember what it's called, it's called Um, The Century of the Self. And it's about Mm -hmm. how, uh, like, Freudian uh, psychoanalysis became, like, the basis for advertisement. A a lot of it's about advertisement. Mm -hmm. And what they say in that documentary is, like, up until, like, I want to say, like, the 80s or whatever, advertisement was very specifically, like, we went from needs-based consumption about, like, this product will do this thing for you that you need to mm. want-based consumption. That was like you want this selling thing, selling an experience. Yeah, you need this thing. Looks sexy. Yeah, so yeah. at a certain point in advertising, this guy who is a just a ghoul of a human being basically created like lifestyle advertising. Mm.
1: Do you, oh, do you remember his name because I'm pretty yeah. – is it Ogilvy? No, no, it's um, – A guy named Ogilvy? Because there was a guy named Ogilvy who was kind of like a marketing genius. No, he was – I don't know if he was the inspiration for um, – I almost said Mad Max, Mad Men, um, but – No, he was f- yeah.
0: Freud, Freud – Sigmund Freud's nephew, uh, Edward oh. Bernays. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he took – this is like <laughs> it's such a side tangent, but I it's it's fascinating that you say that because watching those commercials, I was like – Oh, it's very apparent that like all of these ads are like this is why the product's good and this is why Yeah, it's, it's very product focused like need this need will it. get the job done. Yeah, and then at a certain point it was like don't you want to live like this? Like this product to make you feel like this and feel like if that. If you
1: use Dawn dish soap, you'll be a hell of a lot more fuckable.
0: Exactly. No, exactly. Like that's what it is now. Anyway, um Yeah, sorry. That was a bit of a side tangent. But speaking of uh, 80s capitalism and consumerism, Mystic Pizza was made in 1988.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. That late 80s, kind of early 90s vibes. Um, Yeah, man. I want to kick this off with um, I contend that this is as close as you're going to get to a live-action Miyazaki movie, like a live-action Studio Ghibli film.
0: Please, uh, in your me, case. Let me hit you
1: with it. Well, so I just, I felt this the first time I watched it, and I just turned to my coworkers who I watched it the first time with. Um, seaside Town, young female protagonist, everybody knows each other, uh, they cheerfully make conversation while they work. A lot of those Studio Ghibli films are from the 80s and early 90s, okay. so they have a certain vibe. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is pretty similar, mm-hmm. a lot of the same synths and stuff.
0: Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. I um,
1: kind of like low stakes storytelling that like really hits you. A lot of earnest moments. A lot of like yearning for more. It's kind of Kiki's Delivery Service with elements of Princess Mononoke, specifically the uh, that town. Yeah. The lady Eboshi runs. Yeah. Where there's all the women who like work and kind of laugh at the men. And oh
0: yeah, you're right. All that
1: going on. It's fascinating. It's all there. Yeah, yeah. There's like the there's like the mother figure who sort of takes care of these other people who aren't. Her actual kids. Yeah. It's all there.
0: Yeah. I I can absolutely see that. I think that's also a mm-hmm. product of just uh, a lot of rom coms in general just feel good. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. They always kind of just mm-hmm. seem happy and this one's uh it it seems like comfort food. Kind of like yeah. Ghibli stuff. Feels like just not in a bad way. I don't mean comfort food and like junk food, but like
1: no, it's, it's comfortable. But it's warm. Feels good. It's, yeah. Yeah. And It honestly, I mean, we were coming off of nine movies that are, you know, high octane (laughs) and like just juiced and total testosterone fests. And as much as I love a good action scene, especially one that does push the story forward, look at how much time you have in a movie to do character development when people aren't punching each other or driving cars. It's it's pretty wild, you know, and it's not, you know, it's not one's good and one's bad. It's... When you don't have action scenes taking up a lot of the air, you have all this time to get to know. We had three main characters, and you get to know all three of them really well.
0: But it's all, like, very uh, earnest shit, too, which is nice. Like, I wouldn't say this is, like, a real portrayal of three women who live in this town. It's, like... It's very much sanitized in a very nice. I've way. never been
1: to Mystic, Connecticut. No, neither have
0: I. Neither but have I. For
1: all I know, people. <laughs> but you know, ride around on cool scooters and <laughs> date rich guys.
0: I think though, uh, ship
1: the babysitter. Because I, like, I
0: watched this in the morning. I think yesterday. The babysitters,
1: babies. How do you? Oh, never mind.
0: No. <laughs> um, I watched this. I think yesterday morning, and I think I texted you immediately because, uh, the night before I did that baseball smoke weed and, and watch baseball thing mm. and then I had coffee and I, I texted you I was like I don't know if I have like a high over and like a little bit of caffeine in me right Definitely. now Definitely, but I I've was like there. I am I am vibing with this hard it was like 15 minutes into the movie and I was like this is great this is awesome yeah. I'm loving every minute of this mm-hmm. um, I think it's also partly because everyone in this movie is like super hot Vincent D'Onofrio is like an absolute babe in this <laughs>
1: Everyone's gorgeous. Everyone's really good. Even the bit actors, like the the kid that Jojo or not JoJo, the kid that um cat babysits. Yeah. Is solid. Yeah. Is a good actor. Everyone in it is is really solid. The only guy that makes me feel weird and it kind of works is the the dad that she babysits for. Yeah. He just Makes me uncomfortable still, and but, kind of has like he's a hot this dad. dated version of acting. Yeah, it's it's a lot going he's a total on. Total hot dad. We'll get to that subplot. So I mean, for sure. <laughs>
0: in terms of the cast, uh we have Annabeth Gish as Cat, Julia Roberts as Daisy. This is like the f- this was her like on the map movie that like put her yeah. on the map. Uh, her and
1: Vincent, right? It really, I think so. Yeah, those two specifically, it kind of launched them.
0: Yeah, Lily Taylor as Jojo, Vincent Norfeo's as Bill. Uh, and then a bunch of other people that, um, I'm not going to go down the whole list, but, uh, they're all really fantastic. Um, and yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know where to start. Cause, um, I, the first thing I wrote in my notes is Vincent DeNorfeo is super hot. I couldn't get over mm-hmm. how good looking it was. Yeah, <laughs> with the beanie and the whole thing, uh,
1: he, Andy's a good actor, which like Andy's that, a good that actor. clinches it for me. Somebody shows yeah. up and they look like young Orson Welles, and they like act very charismatically and very believably. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, y- you did it! All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You did well, the damn it's, thing, my guy. The
0: same with Julia Roberts; she's like really fucking great in this too. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Um, also, okay, so uh,
1: Jojo's facial expressions, I gotta say, are just always solid. Always That's good. something that. Yeah. I watched this with different groups of people both times I watched it. The second time, we did sort of like a ladies' night. My dad's out of town for work, yeah. and my mom and my partner uh, watched it, and we actually ate pizza. And then at the <sighs> end, when there's the uh, reception we had, tiramisu, it was great. Damn, it was, dude. I know. Kind of a themed watch. It was
0: I want awesome. This made me want pizza, obviously. Very, 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 mm-hmm. very bad. I
1: was so, so happy that we had it and made that choice because – yeah.
0: I also want to mm. point out that this is uh, Matthew Damon's uh, acting debut, theatrical feature film debut.
1: Young uh, Matthew Damon, yeah, Matthew being Damon. like a, a little rich kid.
0: <laughs> Yo, when he popped up, it, Matt Damon shows up. Um, Julia Roberts' character goes over to her rich boyfriend's house for dinner to meet her parents. And her parents, or his parents are like just raging rich, rich racists just like awful people yeah. and matt damon is like this the little brother of the boyfriend and you only see him like a few times but you're like that's bait that's little kid matt damon
1: yeah <laughs> uh-huh. <I know>. hello <laughs> highlight of the film in 2021 just being like baby, face baby damon, face damon. <laughs> baby face damon there he is look at him yeah he's got oh, yeah. like three lines maybe yeah i that's good.
0: also i love the so this the movie opens up at a wedding and there's like this the these POV shots of Jojo walking down so the aisle <laughs> and i yeah. and the, the immediate thought that i had during this sequence is like old weddings looked a lot more nerve-wracking than new weddings like they looked yes. really scary and yeah. like intense
1: <laughs> so much tradition well even my mom pointed out we were watching it and she's like oh i i hate either having to do or i hate you know when people have that measured step like they're marching slowly step by step <laughs> yeah. down an aisle So like Inching forward, stop and then go and And, then stop and then go. And they really do accentuate it. The two things they did that I really liked was there's the POV shot through the veil, and everyone's just like snapping pictures and wide eyed and smiling. And then it'll cut back to her, and she's just like freaking breathing difficult, having breathing difficulties. And then Mm -hmm. they get up to the uh pulpit, and the priest is just saying things like, Are you ready to be wedded forever? In a permanent binding <laughs> yeah. union that if broken, you'll end up in hell forever. Yo. This wonderful, wonderful, permanent love yeah, forever. <laughs> and then she just passes out. It's fucking terrifying. Um, great opening, I don't honestly. Blame.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to open a movie. Um, but you're
1: right though. I, I do feel like the weddings I've gone to more modern. I, it it seems like everyone collectively kinda went, Okay, this is fun. We're little, we're having a fun it's time. A but gaudy. Can we, like, let's relax. Yeah, can we just <laughs> Yeah maybe, you know, do what's fun, let's, do what we like.
0: Let's make this about the people and not like this uh, the godly pageant, yeah, covenant.
1: Like some sort of, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I feel like you and I have gone to more weddings recently of uh, probably secular people. Really, probably yeah, people who true. are, yeah. not you know, religious. not trying to have like super traditional weddings. That's true. Um,
0: I mean, I, that does not look like a fun wedding, I'm going to be perfectly honest.
1: Well, I mean, I will say the reception at the end when they're – at Mystic Pizza, which oh, is oh, so at the cute. end, yeah, and they're all dancing. Um, that looks fun. That looks fun. Yeah. The ceremony just looked like, yeah, no, yeah, very stressful. Uh,
0: th- there's a line in this movie, and I think it's, I don't know when it happens, but uh, somebody says, "Let's drink, and we can beat them up later," which I thought was really funny. And I think it's uh, that's awesome. I think Julia Roberts is like trying to fight somebody. But they're like, no, no, let's just get drunk and we can fight him like when we're drunk. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think they're like going. Oh, they're going into the bar and there's those three dudes that keep giving uh, Vincent D'Onofrio the just the business about the fact that like the wedding oh, fell apart. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So then he sees them when they're walking in, and he's
0: like, oh, up. um, yeah, making and then fun they beat. like,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, he's got so many good like I want to fight him scenes. He does. There's a. Uh, there's the one where he goes into mystic pizza and they're singing some wedding song and Jojo who's tiny compared to him. He's yeah. like 6-4. Yeah. Um she's like, "No, babe, don't do it." Um <laughs> and then later they're, you know, going into the bar and he hears it and and she's like, "Come on, let's just get drunk. You can beat him up you can later." Beat him up later. They cut to him a couple times where he's at the bar and he's drinking and he's mid conversation. He's like, They're saying they bring in more fish than we do. Can you believe that? No, not, no way. No (laughs) way. I
0: love that moment so much. so funny. (laughs) I'm so glad you pointed that out because I didn't write that down in my notes, but I remember watching it and going- what, that's, what that's are they golden. talking about? Like,
1: so good. <laughs> yeah, just like the fact that you're in this tiny town, you fish all day, and yeah. then you go to the bar, and you know you play pool, and you argue about who brings in more <laughs> fish. Who brings <them laughs> in more
0: fish, yeah. So good. So, okay, so in this scene, uh, when they go to the bar, the, mm. the Julia Roberts soon-to-be-boyfriend rich guy shows up, and I gotta be honest, the only thing that I don't like about this movie is this guy, and...
1: You don't like him? I hate him.
0: Even when he's redeemed. Mm. Like, I just don't like him. He just is an, he seems like an asshole. The whole, mm. the whole movie. Even though he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I did use you to get back at my dad. I'm like, I e- mm-hmm. don't buy it. I don't buy it personally.
1: I like that there was a while where, you know, he fucked up and she's like, I, I wouldn't use you. Like, right after the dinner, he does the thing and he's... Totally doing it for himself. And I really like movies that they do something like that. And especially rom coms so easily it can turn into something else and it they make things cute that shouldn't be cute or they, you know, glorify stuff. I like that they go outside and immediately Julia Roberts just says what everyone's thinking, which is like, You did that for you. Like don't I didn't expect that like at all, actually. This is about me. Yeah. I think that's what won me over is I already really liked this, but I expected to be let down in the back end where you know everything gets resolved or like that's when you figure out what the movie thinks is cute and it didn't fail me well
0: it, for me i just didn't want her to end up with him like from that mm. point on i,
1: don't, I wanted her to money. I, I, don't I
0: wanted her to be like you're an asshole <laughs> like mm. i was waiting for that thing to drop and i guess they well, knew that he is they're playing an with asshole that. i
1: mean that intro sequence where they show up in the bar like he's
0: just there eye fucking the whole time yeah
1: and his girlfriend's like <laughs> right can we leave like so uncomfortable and like i'll be on like i've i've done something similar in the past and it's like one of my biggest regrets just like uncool it's such up. such a horrible move yeah. makes someone feel awful but like yeah so it does start off with him being like the cool asshole also may i say Love the dart scene where he just says, I can throw three bullseyes. And you're like, okay, Yo, I'm- sure. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, Let's up the ante. You got to take a shot in between each one. And even my mom was like, Those aren't going to hit him until much later. Like, he, if he still, pops still those cool. off real quick, <laughs> it's still so cool. But like, if he, that guy really wanted to make it difficult, he's like, Nah, get drunk first. I you think, know what I mean? Like, I
0: think that's why I didn't like him, is like right out the gate. And I, I get that they're, doing this on purpose right they're playing with Mm -hmm. this idea of like oh he's just a rich guy but like in the end he's actually a really nice guy but right out the gate i'm like get the fuck out of town this is a working class town these are working class people you're an asshole and get the fuck out of here
1: (laughs) he's like he's coming to hang out with the townies he's like you know going to the other side of the tracks like yeah yeah and then uh, it definitely felt kind of funny i was like oh come on man
0: yeah and i didn't speaking of the kind of like towny thing i didn't pick up on the uh the whole like portuguese immigrant thing like i didn't know Mm -hmm. i didn't know that i didn't know that that was a thing until that dinner scene where Mm. the parents are being like real racist
1: oh and (laughs) um and daisy's got the friend who's there who's like talking to her yeah and they're basically like, stop that. And then the super racist aunt is like, while wow, the girls in the Yo. room, the girl by the way who speaks like perfect English because Doesn't... she does, <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, it's so hard to find good Portuguese help, and you know it's really hard. And the thing that she like catches herself, she says it's really hard to find Portuguese help, thinks nothing of it, thinks and nothing. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's really hard to you know get him to speak good English. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like,
0: you what? You, are, you already outed yourself you as got a that racist. Far? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I guess that speaks to the
0: times. I guess, like, I guess maybe the times, probably
1: the place. I don't know anything about the East Coast. I don't know anything about Connecticut. I know that there's like lots of old money, and there is shit like that that feels like we're really doing that in the 20th century. I think because there's just there's actual aristocracy. It's basically like you know, kind of a transfer of the like British class system sort of thing, where things are just. Weird because yeah. rich people make them weird. I also you know?
0: didn't know that there was. I mean, this could be completely wrong, but I didn't know there was a large Portuguese population in where. Where are they? Maine? Where the fuck are they? Like probably.
1: I mean, there tends to be like you know different enclaves. Like it's just fascinating. Yeah, immigrant and, yeah. communities and then like multi generational thing. But yeah, I I kind of like that too. Yeah. Um, um yeah.
0: <laughs> so after the bar, when when uh, Julie Roberts and and rich guy, uh, what's his name? Tim?
1: I don't know. Charlie?
0: I don't remember his name.
1: No, Tim is the, uh, the, the, the hot dad, dad the creepy Charlie. dad. Charlie. I think his yeah. name's Charlie,
0: yeah. Uh, so after they meet and just look at each other for like an hour straight, uh, he mm-hmm. like shows up in her house and uh, is l- like talking to the mom, which I yeah. I didn't know that that was her mom for some reason. I think I missed a scene before. So I was like, yeah, I, I just got confused. I was like, who's this lady he's talking to? And then mm-hmm. she shows up, Julia Roberts shows up, and I'm like, why is Julia Roberts here? What's happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is a random house. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: you quickly learn that that's his mom, and he just is, like, uh, there. To oh, say hi
1: we hi. all definitely laughed when he was like, you're a hard woman to find. And I was like, in this tiny, tiny town, town where you probably had to ask two people, like, <laughs> hey, who's the, like, ridiculously attractive uh, <laughs> young lady, you know, with like, describe her for two seconds. And everyone's like, oh, that's Daisy. Like, yeah, no, he'd be come like, on. Uh,
0: who's the hottest person in the town? That really hot yeah. lady? They'd be like, <laughs> oh, definitely. I don't uh, know who you're talking Daisy about. I don't know who you're talking about.
1: Here's her, here's her address. Go talk to her mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is her mom's name.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Hard woman to find. Oh, come actually, on. you
0: know what? I wrote down his full fucking name. Charles Gordon oh. Windsor Jr. Yeah, awful.
1: <laughs> Chuck's son. Oh,
0: you know what? I think why I didn't like him is I got like American Psycho vibes. He was like very much that mm. like American Psycho Wall Street '80s guy. Is the way that they portrayed mm. him, which is fine. I I don't need to hate on this guy anymore. I, I've already exhausted <laughs> the uh, the. Uh, I like
1: this car. The Porsche was the rad. Porsche
0: was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: All the vehicles in this were rad. Uh, The Porsche was rad. Um, Cat's scooter was rad. Oh,
0: Cat's scooter was Uh, really cool.
1: Vincent's truck that he has like the fish barrels in Mm -hmm. was awesome with like the wooden slats in the back. Totally Um, rad. Later, when Jojo is covering for Cat so that she can go on like that weird date with Tim, Mm -hmm. Um, they've got the Mystic Pizza. I, I had to look it up. It's a Jeep, but it's this Jeep model that they used for. Mail, I think. So it's got the sliding doors. Oh, cool. It looks like a Jeep and a mail truck just smashed together and stuck. That's rad. Uh, It's wonderful. That's super. Um, And I I want it. I definitely want it.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, (laughs) Also, uh, we kind of touched on how good the music is in this. And I think that's another reason why it got me is like the saxophone is doing so much work in this. And the electric guitar.
1: (laughs) Saxophone and electric guitar just like. (laughs) <laughs> like in the middle of these tender moments Just going, going hard. so hard yeah. And that's part of the charm It just it commits to it And I think maybe I'm just tired Of our very like Retrospective media these days Where if someone does something It's kind of a reference to something in the past oh, You know what I mean is, yeah. It's it's kind of hard to make something feel Original and current So to watch something from an era And it's just Unapologetically so meow. 80s. yeah. It's so nice. It's nice. It just feels good because there's no, there's no layers of meta. There's no, you know, wink and a nod. It's just earnestly <laughs> glammy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe glam-y. it. It just makes me happy. I like that. Yeah.
0: Glammy. It's definitely it makes you feel good.
1: <laughs> yeah. It
0: definitely makes you feel good.
1: Um to keep running down the list of things that are great in this, uh, so many good sweaters. The uh mm-hmm. and beyond that, just the costumes were Really solid. Mm-hmm. Everyone looked good except for the characters were meant to not like, mm-hmm. including um in the bar scene wanna, with the rich kids. I wanna know turtleneck. And then and then the female friend and yeah, the other dude who's made to look so rich. He's got a turtleneck yeah. with a button up over it and then a blazer over <laughs> that. And he just looks so obnoxious. But it's it's perfect.
0: I loved it. Big fan. Uh in that scene with the uh I think the, when I noticed the saxophone uh, doing a lot of work is the scene where uh, Jojo is trying to get Vincent to to, like, have sex with her. And mm-hmm. they're, like, in her parents' house. And I think they pour each other, they've got wine or something. And mm-hmm. it's clearly fake wine. And I had the thought, like, when did, like, fake wine get good? Because I feel like I never see, like, good looking fake wine in older movies and there's a certain point where fake wine like they made a fake wine that looked like real wine
1: someone just pioneered <laughs> the perfect recipe yeah. <laughs> they threw a big old party in hollywood because they're like yes it's not gonna look shitty anymore yeah we did
0: it we made fake wine that looks like real wine it's a big Ugh. win uh, but also in that scene uh, there's that shot of jesus Lording over Vincent, yeah, the
1: poorly painted like uh, light up Jesus that Vincent makes eye contact with, and yeah, like, just and then he goes, I, "I gotta go," and just drops her on the floor.
0: <laughs> I gotta go. First he says, so... "I can't do this with him looking at me," and then and then he's like, "I gotta, I gotta go." It's, uh, yeah, he's really fantastic. He's really fantastic.
1: Okay. I liked um, just that with that subplot. I enjoyed sort of that reversal where it was the the woman who was trying to have sex and the guy who was sort of pushing back and it was a little bit out of his comfort zone. And they eventually sort of come around to it. Like, I don't... Obviously, it could have resolved a little bit more like... He said sorry for, you know, basically publicly shaming her for wanting to have sex. But,
0: (laughs) you know what I mean? Which was
1: like such a dick move. Um, But then, you know, they come around to it. And I don't know. It was just nice to see that. It was nice to have a character who was like... Yeah, I like having sex. Like, what? Yeah, what the fuck? Why are you making me feel bad about this? Yeah,
0: I, I kind of like in a weird way. Uh, I mean, it's weird because you can t- see totally both sides of it. Where like I agree with yeah. her, but uh, minus like the God stuff and the forever commitment thing, uh, mm. I think Vince kind of has a point. He was like, You only no, like sure. my dick. Like, you don't like anything else about me. And that makes me feel bad. But she I don't does. Like that. It's
1: just that. And. And this gets us to the breakdown monologue that she has in the restaurant, which is so good. Oh my God, so good. She's um, And that was so good. Like, I loved seeing that where she finally sort of, you know, she thinks she has to break up with them because she can't make it work and she's fi- feeling all these conflicting feelings and yeah. doesn't know what she wants to do or like how much do you change your plans to suit the person you're with. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. And her, like... Semi manic, like freak out <laughs> breakdown monologue was so good. The moment where she's like, "No, no, you're right. You guys, you guys, are, guys right. are right," Thank and you. no <laughs> one has said anything. Perfect. And then the way, um uh, Leona, the the owner, mm-hmm. is like, "What is it, honey?" Like just calmly she's talking her so nice. through it, and like it was so sweet. She's so sweet. I I love that scene, and it's so well acted. And the way everyone's reacting to it, it's not played for. Laughs like like it's funny, but it's not played for laughs in a way that undercuts it. It, Yeah, they let it ride. They let it be kind of holy shit. She (laughs) says the thing like, "No, you guys are right," and it's kind of funny, but also like, "Whoa!"
0: It was weird. Yeah, it was weird because like, I've I've served tables before, and like, I worked at a place that was not like Mystic Pizza, but like the person who owned the place was there literally all the time, like they yeah. had their secret recipes and stuff. So her coming in like completely distraught and then like putting down chairs and stuff, I was like I have definitely been there. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what this is what this feels like. Like yeah. this is wild.
1: Um, You're 3 hours early. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. Uh, going into like autopilot mode.
0: There's this moment uh where Julia Roberts, I think it's maybe at the beginning when they're hanging out and she uh, pulls the beer from the, uh, from, the from the harbor from the harbor that he's like hiding. From the oily harbor yeah, water. Which was rad. I was like that's cool. That uh, was really cool. I love the line that Julia Roberts says where she's like you've got your husband, you've got that uh, dad and I've got these. And she like holds up the beer and then like jokingly yeah. runs away. And yeah. I was like hey, and again, I know that person. Semi-sad. Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> semi-sad, also funny. Very earnest. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I love it. Yeah. yeah I would. We, they definitely didn't wipe off those gross-ass beer, beer That was cans, my first but, uh... <laughs> thought,
0: especially in, like, a COVID world. I was like, that's disgusting. So you are it. not going to want to Cause, do you know that. Well, because
1: it's harbor water. It's one thing if you're out at sea. This that's, oil like, and harbor shit. water. Yeah, all sorts um, of gross stuff. Anyway, I do love, and again, more points to this movie for, you know, women getting to drink beer. Women, you know, getting to get drunk and, like, do different things that in some movies... You know, they don't. They do. don't let female characters do things that are seen as masculine, and I, I really dig that.
0: Yeah, they all had pretty good chemistry, which is they uh, did. Yeah. They
1: really did. Yeah. Um, I will say the intro credits with the pictures of them that were like doctored to make them look like they all grew up together. Yeah. Some of the worst, um, <laughs> like pre Photoshop compositing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so bad and they threw in pictures where it was just like one at a time yeah. just to kind of mix it up and then we were laughing our asses off it got to the last picture which was just a, an actual picture of the three actors together and the people are like oh that one doesn't look too bad I was like that's that's because it's real that's they didn't touch uh, that one
0: that's that's a real one right there
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a real one um, I love it though
0: um, it, some a little pieces of trivia about uh, Julia Roberts audition Ooh. For okay. this role, uh, she was told that her like physical look was not right for the character, so she dyed her hair black uh, and came into the audition and got the part. But she also, uh, when she walked in, and <clears throat> if you've ever been to an audition, there's like a bunch of people that kind of look like you. Uh, waiting in the waiting room, Ugh, you know, yeah. <laughs> to, to read or whatever, and everybody was like meticulously going over their lines. So instead of doing that, she like listened to her Walkman and sang out, sang really loudly while she was just like hanging out, just to distinguish herself from like the crowd of people. And apparently it worked. So damn, yeah, I couldn't imagine anyone damn. else in this role.
1: No, it was it was perfect. Honestly, like that's what I'm saying is like the three of them were so perfectly and Vincent as well just everyone in this was so well casted
0: and it's I guess it's kind of weird because I had never seen obviously this is like the movie that Julia Roberts you know became a star or whatever the first one that put her Mm -hmm. on the map but like I'd never really seen her in this type of role at all and I guess I just haven't seen a lot of Julie Roberts movies. And the only one that Me neither. really, really or comes... even
1: younger Julie Roberts. Yeah, you know? the
0: only one that really, really comes to mind is is the Oceans movies in Oceans twelve when she's
1: like, I was gonna say <laughs> Okay. So I was gonna say, yeah, there's that moment in Oceans Eleven where, you know, um Brad Pitt shows up and he's like talking to Matt Damon who was told to like tail um the main bad guys. Yeah. Like girlfriend or wife or whatever yeah and he's got that line where he's like this is the best part of my day and then it's like the glamour shot of julia roberts walking down the staircase like in slow motion yeah and as a kid i was like i mean i don't know like i just didn't quite see the appeal like she was a bit older than but now you're like yeah but now i get it well i get it too because like one also matt damon in the same movie as uh, julia roberts love that um But it's also that thing where yeah, like if you remember growing up with someone, like it's kinda like
0: I don't who, know, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Yeah, who are we gonna do like, that with now? When they're exactly, like older like, we're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. Like you love that grow person. up with
1: someone and either they're your age or they're just like more kind of in the spotlight, like they're like the like, oh, they're it at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, they get a little bit older and they bring that energy with them, but if you're introduced to them at that point, you're kind of like, I don't, I don't know, I don't really see it necessarily. <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, now, like yeah. going back and watching the Ocean's movies, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, it's Daisy.
0: Awesome. She
1: looks great with the huge hair, dude. Yeah. There's so much hair product in this there's movie. A lot of hair. I love it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of hair in this one. A lot of hair. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, well, now I just need to watch more Julia Roberts movies because this one,
1: same, this one really sold definitely. It's
0: really sold me.
1: Definitely. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about the babysitter subplot. Yeah, man. Um, So Kat, as a character, is like the smart, the brainy sister. She's sisters with Daisy, and, you know, Daisy's kind of wild and free and doesn't really have a plan um, and dates a lot, right? And Kat's the opposite, doesn't date. She's, you know, the book smart one. She wants to be an astronomer. (laughs) She's going to go to Yale. She's got a... Partial scholarship, so she's working her way up to that, multiple jobs, yada yada.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and she ends up babysitting for this family where the mom is like over in England doing some stuff, and it's this guy Tim, who's like thirty, she's eighteen, and she's watching the what, like five year old kid, whatever. She thinks she's four
0: because she says she's six. She keeps lying about her age, which I thought was hysterical. Some that was reason. so funny.
1: I'm nine. No, you're not. Like just like and
0: just blatantly <laughs> lying about your age is really funny to me.
1: It's really funny. Um yeah, and I and I like that the script also does the thing where at first, um, you know, the sister and the friend are kind of like, ooh, like you and Tim, like kind of, you know, playing it up for laughs and making it fun. Yeah. And then when it starts to get serious and like the stakes get higher, and especially in the moments where like people are kind of mean to one another and really break down a bit like that scene in the uh, pizzeria in the restaurant where for some reason Kat who bailed on her job and got Daisy to cover for her comes in and is like being a dick to Daisy yeah and like saying something like oh you should like be paid for your services and then
0: wait not for some reason Daisy was
1: mean to her Daisy okay but Daisy was mean to her but like Kat's on one she's like Calling out of work so she can go hang out with this 30-year-old guy and, like...
0: Well, she... Okay, to be fair to her, she did ask mm-hmm. Daisy if she could cover. Daisy told her not... She, Daisy told her no. Not that time. Yeah, that time she did, and then she forgot.
1: Nah, there was no... There was the one time where Daisy was supposed to go to dinner with, um, what's-his-face, uh, Charlie's parents. Yeah. And... And okay. Kat was like, oops, I forgot. Like, sorry. Yeah. And then comes back, and that's that scene in the restaurant where they like, you know, kind of yelling at each other. But anyway, but there's that moment where she's like, basically calls uh, Daisy like a prostitute. Yeah, um, it's pretty and intense. Like you should, you should, yeah, you should get paid for your services. And then like a scene or two later, the mom comes home, and like she just, cat just came back from having sex with Tim the dad in like their other house. Did they have sex though? They did. <laughs> okay, so that's the one. So that's the one thing about this movie that's like kind of weird it's is sanitized. they 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 swear a bunch and it's like really real and I really like that. But then they have very PG anything sexual. It's just classic um,
0: '80s American sanitized like
1: no yeah, no very sex. weird yeah, um, very weird choice. But no, yeah, in the visual language of the film, they they have sex like that's what's happening. Okay, I guess so, and. Yeah. I, I think that because it makes it so much more of a gut punch in the next scene when they come back and Jojo is like looking panicked and she's like, oh, did you uh get the medicine you needed for your mom? And she's like standing <laughs> behind the wife, like freaking the fuck out. And then like Tim and her have to play it like, oh yeah, we got cool. the we thing for the mom. For, yeah. And then um, the wife is like, oh, well, honey, we don't forget we need to pay you for your services and she has to like yeah. take for your services and has to take the money and it's like this oof. Oof. yeah hurts that's rough it hurts and she like um,
0: she comes home and it's like she is fucking crying man i haven't so seen good somebody at, like, like really crying. really let it out in a while in a yeah. movie and she's crying like somebody fucking died <laughs> I I
1: mean, yeah, like that, that's some deep hurt. That's like it. They've kind of played as like probably the first time she's, you know, gone that far with somebody. She really opened up. She knew it was a bad idea to begin with. It was kind of her rebellion. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, yeah. Kind of wrecked me. And I like that Daisy, you know, does comfort her when she realizes like, oh shit, this, this goes way beyond you and I arguing. This is like some some pain. And she's kind of. And then by the end at the reception when they're all on like the the uh, the back door of Mystic Pizza, and she's like, hey, pick a better Yaley next time. And hey. Kat's like, maybe. <laughs> <I'm> like, hey. <laughs> Yay, so it's good. I feel bitch. like that got wrapped up. All three subplots got wrapped up fairly well. I know you don't like uh, the rich kid. Um, I mean. But Daisy seems happy. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think Daisy could do a lot better than that guy, in my opinion. And...
1: Like her going off to like the big city or whatever to do whatever. There's a lot better Dizzy dudes does. out there. Yeah, I feel like like yeah. even
0: Vincent D'Onofrio, I'd be like, you guys seem like a way better match than than you and Jojo. But that's just me. really. I don't know. I in terms of their looks, they look a lot better together. Like they fit
1: visually. Oh, I don't know. Visually. I liked I like the uh like the the height sort of difference. David and yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cute. That's um, true. Oh, and that scene where, um, yeah, she starts to, like, take his pants off, like, right as they're at the door. And Vincent's like, nah, cut it out. <laughs> and they're being so loud. So, obviously, they wake up the parents. And then the dad he's comes down and is like, hey!
0: kill this guy. And yeah. Then, like,
1: yeah, chasing him around the kitchen. Everything's falling over. And Vincent's being so polite. He's like, I'm so sorry. And then he's when he gets great. kicked out, he's like, thank you, Mr. So-and-so. <laughs> and gets in the car. Classic
0: hijinks. Classic hijinks.
1: Classic hijinks. It's hijinks. I miss hijinks, I miss hijinks in movies. Like, yeah. Just the classic. Or the visual comedy in um in the scene where the critic shows up to the restaurant and Kat's just out of it and she delivers the uncooked pizza. And then the teeth. And she like Yeah, brings out the teeth, the dentures in the glass. Yeah. Um and I love a good, you know, ratatouille bit. I love a good the food critics here. Dude. We like subtly implied it earlier. This like and he loves it. And you know he's gonna love it. Yeah, of but course. it just it felt so good. This
0: food critic really like Made it sink in for me, where like, I mean, maybe I'm just not as into food as some people, but food critics seem like real assholes. I think like so a too. very <laughs> special type of critic asshole for yeah. food critics, and like, I just, I mean, maybe it's because I see food like food can be an art form, but I really just kind of see food as like a sustenance. It's, it's both. delicious. Like it's, it's
1: both. I mean. I- I say it with coffee all the time. I, I love a really well made cup of coffee. I love expertly pulled espresso and all that. I also like diner coffee. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and to get all, you know, bent out of shape or to make your career somebody who like goes someone is like mm, the crust was slightly spongy. Enough, yeah, mm, the so service cute. was terrible. And it, like he's so pompous about it They're too. I love that Leon is like um, what a moron! I never let that guy in here. Yeah. and then he and then shows, he shows up. up, and she's like, "Pick whatever Change piece your you pick want." I fuck it. don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah, and then she leaves, and she's like, "Oh my god," doing the sign of the cross, and like, she does care. But I also love her attitude of like, "No, I'm like, fuck that guy."
0: Yeah, yeah. She's really kind of the. I I love her in this. She's she's so great. She's wonderful. She's the rock.
1: Someone calls to make a reservation, and she's like, "Excuse me." What? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I also
0: love that. Uh, Julia Roberts at one point says like. I'm not going to be here slinging pizza for the rest of my life. And she's like, yeah. it was kind of mean. <laughs> she's so like, mean. This is the best pizza, man. This is my fucking, my business.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... The best damn pizza. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I know. And I really, cause that was early in the movie and I thought that was going to be the dynamic that like Daisy was like the asshole no. and it, it didn't keep going down that road. And I was very happy cause I really wanted to like that character.
0: I mean like I've, Unwitting, unwittingly said stuff like that where you're just thinking about, like, your own life yeah. and you said some shit like that and you're like, I didn't mean, like... I, that was pointed. Yeah, that like, was, I wh- didn't mean it like that. Like, I like this place, but I just don't want to work here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. Um, a little rough. Yeah. For sure. All right, you uh you got anything else that you, like, really, really want to talk about before we, we get to I the Frames and really Fools? I really
1: like this movie. I've got a few things written down I just wanted to hit yeah. right before the end. Please. um. The houses are cool. I love the sort of, you know, New England vibes. Um, the peg leg pub, that bar looks really cool. It's in that house by the shore. It's like built in there. Oh that, yeah,
0: that one know. looks rad.
1: It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the R E S P E C T song scene in the truck. That's a, f- great. that's a fun time. And the scene that it leads to where she dumps the two barrels of fish into the Porsche convertible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very funny. When we were watching it with my coworkers. Um, she dumps the barrels And he's like Hey, <laughs> hey. I just said out loud I'm like
0: th- Sorry I
1: was like They're gonna kiss um, And my co-worker's <laughs> like gonna No kiss. Look at what she did I was like No No It's an 80s rom-com Like watch Like they're going to kiss they're, And then uh, they did And it was great They're
0: going to kiss Sorry about that um,
1: um, Oh Also Every time they're at Tim's house There's just Classical music Blasting Yeah and so real we were tone. trying to figure out – we were trying to figure out if it was diegetic or non-diegetic. They didn't engineer it at all to sound like it's coming from a stereo or something. But it has to be in in the scene because it didn't fit the vibe for a lot of what was happening. Like it didn't line up with what was going on. There were a couple moments where they were sort of like starting to get closer and it, it was so weird. I
0: guess I didn't – very weird. I never even really thought about it. But I – I see – I think I remember that moment. Yeah. Is it – Uh, that's the dad, right, Tim? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: There's also a couple moments with the kid um, where it'll cut back to that subplot after spending a bunch of time with something else, and I'll kind of forget the kid exists. Mm-hmm. There's one where it cuts back to it, and the kid's standing on a pier wearing overalls. But for a second, I was like, who's the little German boy? Because it, <laughs> it looked like a little kid in lederhosen, and I just – my brain didn't compute for a second. Uh that's um, later when Jojo is covering for Cat, they cut back to the, like the Jack-o-lantern and they pan up while Jojo's singing and the kids wearing a Halloween Dude, mask. Dude, spooky. And it was so scary looking. Yeah, and then she takes weird. the mask off to see if she's awake and her eyes are like half open and it's even scarier. It's, it's crazy so shit. So funny.
0: Um I also love this uh there's a scene <clears throat> The scene where they they go on their first date and uh, Julie Robert, Daisy and, and the rich guy, uh, Charlie, go on their first date and he gets a flat. And then they proceed to do the this, yes. this scene from um, uh, It Happened One Night with Clark Gable. This is a direct reference to a Clark Gable movie. The whole thing? That scene specifically. Yeah. Okay. Where they're trying so to- So what happens in that one? Basically the exact same thing. Like It's this kind of like- rom y uh, old-timey contest movie to
1: see who can get someone to stop.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to yeah uh, hitch a ride, and it's this little contest. It's basically the same thing.
1: I, I loved again this movie, like taking my expectation in and just surpassing it. I thought it was going to be the classic. He's trying to flag someone down, and she's like, "Let me try." Yeah. And she like sticks out a lag, a lag, a, a leg, lag. and <laughs> you lag, and a car just goes. <laughs> And, like, comes to a halt. Yeah. But she fails, like, a couple times. And then, like, she, like, frizzes her hair to try to make it work. So then when he goes up for his second turn, he mocks, like, he does the the frizzing of the hair. Yeah. And, like, cocks a hip out. Yeah. And then fails again. And then the one that works is when he just pulls his pants down. It's so good. Like, I love the (laughs) sort of, like, reciprocity. I love the subversion of, like, that trope. It's really good. We gotta, um,
0: I mean, if you like that, we gotta watch It Happened One Night from 1934. Okay. Clark Gable's in it, uh, and he's great. And it, like a side thing to that movie, um, mm-hmm. George Clooney in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, like directly base his character off Clark Gable's character from It Happened One Night. Amazing. And it's let's do it next week. It's eerie as fuck how like it's, it's literally up. the same <laughs> okay. yeah like characters they are. So.
1: I'm excited for and that, it's right. a
0: rom-com so we can keep going with that with that part.
1: perfect uh the last thing I've got is um I didn't notice it the first time I watched it but when they're at the reception in Mystic Pizza so cute mm-hmm. um and everyone's dancing it feels great uh, did you see the shot of the two little kids drinking beer and smoking cigarettes in a booth in the restaurant
0: <laughs> Oh, no, I missed that one
1: <laughs> like I'm talking like like eight to ten year olds, maybe, <laughs> and they're just sitting there, like one of them smoking a cigarette, and the other one's like chugging a beer. It's so funny,
0: <laughs> that's incredible. I, I did not notice that whatsoever.
1: It's wonderful.
0: Oh man, okay. Um, let's talk about frames. Did you have a favorite mm-hmm. uh visual frame from this movie that, that you would like to share?
1: There's honestly a lot, but, um, the one that I wrote down for myself was the critic eating the food Mm. and then the entire staff of Mystic Pizza watching anxiously in the background.
0: Oh, that's sweet. I love that. Um, I couldn't specifically find one. This was not like a super visually like stimulating movie for me. Mm -hmm. Like it looked fine. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, you know, did all the stuff that it needed to do. Um, so I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm just gonna pick that shot of uh there's a shot of Julia Roberts where she's like leaning up against the pole drinking a beer while the guy is uh Charlie's playing pool or whatever. Just a cool cinematic nice. shot. Yeah. She looked cool. Um all right.
1: They kinda they reference oh, what's the movie? Is that with um uh Paul Newman? Or Steve McQueen, which the one where there's like the billiards and someone's like, I think it's called The Hustler.
0: Oh, The Hustler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, yeah.
1: Is that Steve McQueen? And she references no. it. She's like, oh, I get it. No, that's. you a, a hustler. Like, like the pool movie. Like the pool
0: movie. That's uh, Paul Newman. Yeah. Okay. Not Steve McQueen. Nice. Paul Newman and Jackie Gleason.
1: The Hustler's great. Oh, okay. Because there's another movie that's kind of in that same genre where Steve McQueen is a card player.
0: Oh, gambling! And it's
1: quite good. Yeah, more gambling. We could could do another little kick. Yeah, um, another (laughs) little twofer.
0: Anyway, Uh, all right. So yeah, that's what I got. uh, This part of the show, we like to pick a fool, which is a character that we, you know, liked or thought is the, you know, the real spirit of the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you got? Which? Who's your favorite? Which one do you like the most? (sighs)
1: I, I I didn't even give it any thought. It's it's tough. It's kind of an ensemble cast. Um, probably one of the three girls. Yeah. Um,
0: this one was easy for me. Is Julia Roberts, no doubt. For yeah, me, I, I'm inclined to say Daisy. Yeah.
1: Um, and you know, and it does. It's kind of her. It ends up being sort of like her ramped stardom, and yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's also hard kind to of that hair.
0: And I it is I know it's like a little bit of like a. Uh, uh, ensemble movie but it fe- it definitely mm. feels more like, I mean maybe it's just her but it feels more about her and the other characters do kind of feel like side characters sometimes. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's that, for me anyway, if I had to rationalize it, it's because Jojo and um, Vincent are already a thing. They're just having trouble and they figure their shit out by the end so they bookend the movie with their struggle. Yeah, Cat. Um, has a plan. She's going off to college. She's figuring it out. And she has like this rebellious sort of adventure that happens mm-hmm. before she goes off to school. And by the end, you know, Leona's lending her the money and she, everything's all covered. Also, she should have just taken the check from the asshole and cashed it. All of us agreed watching nah, it. We're man. like, take that money. Nah. Take it. Rip it up. Uh, Rip it up. <laughs> I get it. Anyway, um but Daisy doesn't have the plan. And even though we don't necessarily like Charlie all that Charlie
0: much. Charlie sucks. I mean, he does. It's whatever. It Charlie is
1: the fine. rom-com. That's the, that's the rom-com. That's the storyline. Yeah, is That's the backbone. She doesn't know what she's going to do. She finds this guy. There's troubles, you know, yeah. she, they have to work stuff out. And that's the one that's like, Oh, will they end up together at the end? Yeah. So it does feel like it is this ensemble and it's, quite evenly split, which I really like, but it does feel like Daisy's movie.
0: Yeah. And uh also, uh, I mean, my two favorites were her and Vincent Donorfeo's character. So mm-hmm. he's as he's a runner up for that me. Out. <laughs> big big runner up. Um
1: I love him. So earnest. So yeah. Played it really well. Yeah. Didn't overdo it.
0: He's just the best man. He's so good in everything.
1: He's great. It honestly made me want to rewatch Daredevil Season 1.
0: Yeah, because he plays uh, he plays the Kingpin, right? He
1: plays Kingpin, <laughs> yeah, and he sort of yeah. talks like this the whole time. <laughs> Very pained. Oh, um, uh, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sick. 20, 2015. Sick. Yeah, I remember that. I think so, yeah.
0: <laughs> Rad. Okay. Well, we did it.
1: That felt good. That felt really good. It felt good, good to get back into it.
0: Um so next week you wanna do what happened one night from nineteen Let's do
1: thirty-four it. Ooh. directed by Frank Rolling Capra Rolling Back the Hands of Time.
0: Yeah, we're gonna do a whole it's Frank Capra? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. okay. We're... I'm a sucker for some Frank Capra. Let's do
0: I mean maybe we can do some like uh, rom coms throughout the eras. We can do I mean the thirties. Yeah. <laughs> the thirties, forties, fifty. We could <laughs> just like go one. up, you know, the okay. the decades. Which I think could be kind you of You heard fun.
1: it here first, folks. Yeah. We're uh, going on a little time travel.
0: We're going on a little time travel. Cool. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um,
1: go get some pizza.
0: Go get some fucking pizza. Yeah. And fall in love with somebody. And they eat the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>